Hey, everybody. Welcome to episode 40 of the VC Podcast. I'm your host for today, Zach. Consider this your midweek checkpoint here at Valley Creek and also a very Merry Christmas to you and your family. I almost said kin there, you and your kin. Um, I just feel like that would have been kind of cool. Um, I want to first start off by saying a very special thanks to Andrew for hosting the podcast the last couple of weeks. Um, I've been plugging away at the computer trying to get some editing done on the Christmas experience video. So thank you, Andrew. And I'm hoping that uh, our staff will will uh, will branch out some and you'll see a, a staff member, each individual one, host a podcast eventually. I don't know. I have high hopes for that. But today we are live. I don't know why we always say that. We're not live, but we are recording on Zoom. We've got Jacob. We have Jonas. How are you guys today? Doing wonderful. I am I'm very good. I've already had two root canals this morning. What? And lunch. What? True story. Yeah. So, but are I'm good. A- are you a dentist on the side and you performed these root canals? No, no, no. It was, uh, I was trying to fit them both in before the end of the year. So I'd never had one before. It wasn't bad though. But it wasn't that bad. It really wasn't. The listeners probably don't want to hear about that. So we'll move I on. I mean, I think real, the, <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. That's fine. But man, you seem to be doing, I, you know, in the movies or whatever, they always make it out to be like this huge deal. Like, so I, I'm, it's crazy to me yeah. to see that you're just podcasting like nobody's business. No, it, it really is not bad at all. Thanks to modern technology. <laughs> Excuse me on that one. Um, let's dive right in. We'll talk about last week, this week, some announcements, maybe some cool, crazy, fun stuff at the end. Nobody knows. It's anybody's guess. All right. So last week we had a few sermons titled God Gives an Answer. We were in Malachi. Um, I called it Malachi. Uh, I didn't personally find that joke all that funny, but when I said it out loud, the person beside me just just died laughing. So I uh, figured it was worth another shot here. Turns out it's good. I'll add it to the, to the hour. Um, God gives an answer in Malachi. We're going to talk about discussion question number one, if you are following along on the listening and discussion guide. If you'll give me just a moment here. I had it open, always do, and then I always close it. Okay, it's a long question, but I want to focus on one portion of it. I'll read the whole thing out loud. Then and now, many question the character of God. What attribute of God's character do you find it most difficult to accept or believe? His love, his justice, something else? What do you think, I'm sorry, why do you think that it is difficult for you to accept? And so we'll we'll break that down, make it a little simpler. What attribute of God's character do you find the most difficult to accept or believe? That's the main question. And then why? It's broad, broad, very broad, very broad. Um, I think, I don't know. I'm going to defer to Jacob for a second. Let's frame it first because we also focused on a few main points that that we read in Malachi that the people were questioning God of these things. Uh, They questioned God's love, his justice, and his worth. So maybe that's some framework for the kinds of ideas that we're thinking about. Yeah, I think... um, from my perspective, love is like the hardest one. Not because you don't necessarily think of God as being loving, but most of us know ourselves, right? And we know how unlovable we are. Um, and so to know that, uh, if you want to use another one of God's characters, to know that he is uh, omniscient and all-knowing and knows every, every word, deed, thought uh, from me and still loves me. Is, is kind of unfathomable. 
I think I, for me, it's God's justice. Because, you know, we, we t- I tend to, at times when people do me wrong, I want to seek justice and vengeance right then and now. But God is slow in his justice because he gives us a chance to ask for his forgiveness and to repent. And so then that love jumps back in. So I'm t- I tend to see, I want to see God enact his justice sometimes real quick on other people, but take extra, extra time on myself. And so I think that's where it comes in, where I have a hard time accepting that part of his character. I think I spoke about this on a previous podcast, but the thing that I always really have a hard time wrapping my brain around is that God is unchanging uh, because it seems like everything is changing. It seems like we are always changing. And the fact that he, he doesn't, uh, it just blows my mind sometimes. I have to really work hard to believe it and to, to actually make sense of it all. But um, mm-hmm. that's it for me. Um, I think it's, it's really just for all those things. I think we can, we can all, uh, I'm losing my train of thought here, but yeah, great answers, guys. I'll move on instead of trying to dig that hole deeper. All right, so we're moving on here. Any any closing thoughts on that one last week? I will along the uh, the lines of talking about the characteristics of God. Sure. Um, if you're a reader, if you're listening and you're a reader, there's some good books on that. I think Knowledge of the Holy by A.W. Tozer, great book. Uh, then Jen Wilkin has a couple of books. I think one's called None Like Him and another one's called In His Image. I'm a book nerd, so I just recommend books every chance I get. I love books. Um, I really am not like you guys, you preaching pastors. And uh, These are all oh, books right here. Hold on all a second here. Uh, Scott <laughs> Kerr. Scott Kerr has just entered the, entered the brawl here. Um, but hold on. I'll give him a second. I'll let him wait in the waiting room for just a brief second because I wanted to say <laughs> – it, it's a weird side note. I love that you're giving these recommendations, and I, I really do encourage our listeners to go check those out. If you are more of a listener, I'm sure there's an audio version available. Uh, but I got oh, a yeah. bunch of books on Christmas Day last year from from relatives, from in-laws uh, that were Christmas-themed. And so, of course, I was like, I can't read those now. It was Christmas over. So I had to – it was a mad dash to the finish this year to read all the Christmas books. But, yes, I uh, – I'd love to check those out. So maybe I'll go back and listen to this and make note. All right. Scott yeah. Kerr is here. Give him just a moment. Hopefully he doesn't say anything crazy when he's popping into the zoom call. Let's give him a second. Oh, he's a very dark shadowy figure. <laughs> <laughs> no one will be able to see him. Everyone thinks we're making some kind of joke. He really is a shadowy figure. Hey Scott, how's it going? Very ominous. All right. <laughs> Doing well, Scott. We are in the middle of the podcast, so don't say anything crazy. <laughs> I'll try not to. You know, all me. right, all right. We were just finishing up discussion of last week's sermon, talking about uh, God gives an answer. Discussing discussion, excuse me. Question number one: uh, What part of God's character do you find the most difficult to accept or believe? Do you have any input on that one? Which part do I have? Most difficult accepting or believing? I, th- I think that was the question. Yeah, something along those lines. Um, I don't know. At this point, I uh, uh, that's a good question. You should ask me that in advance. Okay, sorry. <laughs> <laughs> well, well, I, I think probably all of us at different times struggle with different aspects. You know, hopefully, as people of faith, though, at some point in time, we we kind of just trust it all to the Lord. So that's what I tried to do. But I think probably if all of our honest, there's different times we struggle with different aspects, whether that's his, uh, you know, sovereignty or, you know, you know, all those things. I mean, there's there's times we struggle, I'd say. Very well put. 
All right, let's move on here to uh, this week. Scott is very fortunate that you are coming in here. Um, I was kind of looking at different titles and things. I think the title this week is Hindsight is 2020, or is that for next week? Was I looking at no, that right? That's just coming Sunday. That's yeah, this Sunday, yes. Yeah. Can yeah, you tell us just about that? Yeah, it's, it's, it's going to be you know a message just kind of in a way of looking back at 2020 and seeing what in a way did we uh, learn or did we recognize in 2020? It's um, the, the cool thing is we're going to be looking in the book of James and in the book of James, we'll see several things there that James dealt with that 2020 showed us are really kind of still issues today we're dealing with it as believers. And so uh, just kind of a very practical sermon looking at some different areas of our life that 2020 showed us is still uh, things we need to work on. Definitely. I'm excited to hear about it. I'll kind of ask, uh, Man, I'm really struggling today, guys. It's been, I'm rusty from not hosting the podcast. Um, what, what have you guys felt like 2020 has been to you looking back? What are some things? This is a broad question. I don't want to get too crazy with it. <laughs> what have been maybe some, some positive highlights? Let's do that. Let's talk about positives. What have been some positive highlights of your year this year? Well, in 2020, I became a grandfather, so that was an exciting thing. That's awesome. <laughs> and and I think here's here's what probably what I would say about 2020. I think it's yet to see we we're yet to see the good from 2020 in a sense of God is up to something and, and even in 2020 and all the difficulty and we probably have not seen yet what all God is doing through that. And and I think for me what I look is hold out the hope that God is doing something great even in all the confusion and that when we come at this finally on the other side we're all going to be better and stronger in ways right now we don't even know. Yeah, I think um, so. Yeah, I think just you know, obviously the highlight is is looking forward to if you want to. I know I'm not technically joining uh, in person there at, at Valley Creek until uh, the first of the year, but you know with the confirmation in December, uh, it's been a big year for our family, and we're excited about that. And uh, kind of along with what Scott was saying back, I can retrace things I've written in like journals and things really over the last couple of years, knowing the Lord was leading me to something else. And I just didn't know what it was. And then, you know, it, maybe it took a, a global pandemic to, to move me along out of my comfort zone. I don't know, but, uh, but I'm excited. Uh, it's an opportunity we're looking forward to. And I, I firmly believe uh, that in, in the Lord's providence that we're going to look back at, 2020 that might've been a hard year for, for so many and be like, man, that was, that was a year that changed everything for us for the better. So. Yeah. Jacob, I know for anything? me, the highlight of my year was getting to join the staff here at VCBC. So getting to move back to my hometown and getting plugged back in, in student ministry and the leadership role here has been a, a big highlight for me. That's awesome. Yeah. I think it's just been for me uh, a year that seems so totally different, but also in some ways, just like another year, you know, um, it's hard to quantify some, some positive things, but, um, launched a, a, another band this year, which sounds kind of frivolous, but that was very exciting, you know, to have released, uh, you know, an, a small album, an EP early on, I think professionally here at the church, um, spiritually, even there's, there's been some great growth that I've seen happen in my ministry, uh, with media and, and music. It's just been, although many things have been difficult and weird, I think it's been a very positive, 
growth by struggling to find the word growth by getting smaller, you know, in a sense, kind of getting back to basics on a lot of things. I've, I've enjoyed that about 2020. All right. Any uh, closing thoughts on that one, guys? All right. Everyone's shaking their heads for those listening, just audio only. (laughs) (laughs) And that that turns well to a podcast. Just a little bit of silence. People will, people get the point. All right, let's move on. Announcements. Uh, let's talk about the Christmas experience. Uh, I, I have not told you guys this yet. I think I told Jacob. I currently possess on my computer, I believe, the final cut of the video awesome. that will air uh, Christmas Eve. Yep. So awesome. I'm about to watch that and make a final editing run through and see if I missed anything. And then that'll be going out. Anyone want to talk specifically about that? I know we still can't give any details that might ruin the surprise, but anything you guys want to talk <laughs> about that? I think first, remember it, uh, it becomes available at 6 a.m. in the morning. Is that right? Is yes. that 6 a.m. And, uh, a couple of things I want to say, first of all, I know you don't want me to do this act, but I want to oh, give you props because I know you worked very, very, very hard over the last uh, couple of weeks of just editing this. Well, thank you. Um, and so just want to give you uh, some props for that. Uh, you won't, you know, you won't let it be known. You won't talk about it. So I got to do that for you. So well, thanks for the extra hard work. I know you've been even late hours uh, the last few days it. trying to get touches on that. I just want people to so, always know that I do complain a lot in the workplace. So that's okay. <laughs> No, and, and I think one of the things I would say about it I, I, is I thought about it after previewing it yesterday. I think there's going to be something that uh, everybody's going to probably look at and say, that was my favorite part. And it'll be different for whoever you are uh, because there's some variety in it. I believe that um, that are going to have, have parts where, again, different people will say, well, I really like that or I really like that. Or, I really like that. Hopefully they'll get the whole experience and they'll say, we just enjoyed the whole thing. But if nothing else, I know that uh, there will be certain aspects that, that different people pick up on. Very cool. Uh, I'll ask you guys. So, um, very well put, Scott. When are you all going to open your gift and watch the video? I think we're doing ours right after breakfast in the morning. Uh, my Our immediate family, um, Kim and I and the kids, are, are having our breakfast in the morning, and I think we're going to do it right after that. Yeah, we're going to be early. My, it's like the only present under our tree right now. Oh, man. So my kids are. <laughs> I, <know>. like we, <laughs> I mean, I got excited. We, just, we, we throw them all under there, you know, the <laughs> the night before. But uh, yeah, they're, it, they've been looking at that one gift for the last, what, three weeks or so. And they're like, yeah. can we open it today? So and it, and it I, got looks, a, I got a feeling tomorrow. It does look amazing. It looks great. Feeling- it has like a real bow on it and it's a nice, it's got a sheen to it. Oh, they look good. Yeah. yeah props so, to Ollie for that. We'll, we'll be tomorrow morning. I don't know what time, but it'll be early. We'll probably be tomorrow evening. So after supper sometime. This is going to sound like a humble brag or some kind of like take pity on Zach thing. I have been very late here at the church editing the last couple nights, and Taylor has also been working hard at her job. We have not talked about it, but I'm assuming it will either be late Christmas Eve or early Christmas morning for us. But I'm I'm very excited. I'm almost tired of watching it, but even <laughs> watching just the preview, I know that my joy in the video and what it represents will be restored 
that day watching it and opening the gift and experiencing that. Yeah. All right. Moving on here. Uh, we talked about it. Uh, well, first let's do this. Sorry. I had them flip flopped here. Uh, I want to talk briefly about the Lottie moon Christmas offering. Does anyone want to speak on that before I go off on a tangent? Well, I mean, of course, obviously, it's a very important offering. Every bit that we collect for Lottie Moon goes to foreign missions. It goes to missionaries and the work that they do overseas. And so it's something that, uh, you know, I'd hope that all of our church family would, uh, you know, get on board with and at least give something, you know, because everybody gives a little bit can add up to a lot. And our goal is $10,000. And I think that's a goal that Valley Creek should be able to easily reach. And so I hope we far surpass that. That's a great explanation. Uh, I really want to uh, tell, I don't know why I said I really want to tell people this. Um, I would like to inform our listeners that if you are looking to give to that, you can do so on our website uh, and you can actually just mark that that offering as a Lottie Moon offering. So um, it's really simple. If you want to do that digitally, obviously, if you're dropping an envelope here at uh, in person at either campus, you can also notate that. So I uh, just wanted to touch briefly on that. Also, uh, the big one, Jonas is coming soon. Jonas will be here at the church as an official. I mean, you've got almost everything to make it official. You've got the office name <laughs> nameplate and the email and stuff, but you'll be here the third. Is that correct? That's correct. Yeah. So that's very exciting. I it's don't, not nearly as exciting yeah. as Santa coming. Okay, but that's that's fair. But it is coming. Yeah. I put that well about Santa. Jo- Jonas, are <laughs> you bringing us well gifts? That's my important question. Ooh, you know what? It's not a bad idea. <laughs> they say they say the most uh, one of the most important days in the the job is the first day. So I need to come in. Gifts I need, I need establish to come strong. reciprocity. Yes. Okay. Uh, no, I'm just noted. Don't bring, don't bring us <laughs> gifts, Jonas. But we're very excited to have you. Uh, I speak probably on behalf of everybody, but for sure on behalf of myself. And uh, that's coming up. All right. On to, oh wait, before we go, any announcements that I forgot that you guys just really feel like we should talk about? Nope. Okay. I already feel like we're going long. This has been great. I'm glad. I'm making up for lost time here. Did anything interesting happen to you guys this week? Mm, Other than my dueling root canals. Yeah, that's pretty significant. Not really. Oh, Scott, you weren't here for that part. I wasn't. I'm I'm so sorry. (laughs) Yeah, they were both this morning, both of them. Yeah. Jacob, so. anything on your end? No, nothing nothing out of the ordinary for me. It was just a kind of a normal week leading up to Christmas. I will say, I know we're all very pre- preoccupied with the excitement of Christmas and the, the Christmas experience. Jonas, you're very busy with the whole packing up your life thing and, and moving, <laughs> but... Um, it's, uh, I also want to get people excited because Jacob has been working hard along with the help of Luke and others, I'm sure, getting the uh, VCBC student area at, at Springfield taken care of. I know there's a, a lot of potential over at South Wilson as well, but you've specifically been working on the Springfield room. Um, how's it shaping up? What's it look like? It's, it, it looks a mess right now. I'll be honest. It's kind of in transition. <laughs> We've been working, but it's in transition. So we're hoping to have everything cleaned up and ready to go by Sunday. So um, that's the big push, but it's all getting us ready for our big uh, push come January 10th when we start our Sunday night student meetups back up with uh, a big emphasis on discipleship. So, All right. That's also very exciting. I don't know that anything beyond um, the Christmas experience video, that, that editing has been a crazy experience for me. Um, 
and again, that's not to draw more attention to it. Um, just very excited about it. I'm very excited about the whole thing. It's been a, it's almost been a new venture for me entirely as a media person. And, uh, I'm happy to have done that this week. Scott, anything, did we talk to you about anything interesting this week? Oh, we just are just some of our Christmas stuff that we do as a family. We built our gingerbread houses and stuff the other day. So that was fun. So other than that, kind of, like you said, it's kind of the same thing. Just kind of put the push towards Christmas, you know, because mm-hmm. even the church, you know, uh, week here before Christmas, it's a short week, but a lot to get done. And so it's hard working, you know, to from the end of the week to try to be off at the end. So, uh, yes. um, other than that, nothing real exciting. I'm sure we've touched on this on previous podcasts or in person or in sermons or, uh, but how crazy is it? I'm sure you guys have very, very rarely had a Christmas Eve. Uh, this is going to sound negative, but off work in a in a sense. Um, we're yeah. always happy to be at the church for a Christmas Eve service. But I mean, when was the last time you guys had a Christmas Eve out of church in a sense? Because we'll have the experience together, but it won't be in a, in a building. I'd say it's probably been over 20 years for me. <laughs> Um, since I had a Christmas Eve wow. off, <laughs> so it, it's a little strange. Um, and I miss it really. I mean, I'll just be honest with you. I mean, I'm kind of missing the fact that we're not going to be in person, but at the same time for this year, I'm really excited as you've been saying about the Christmas experience. And I hope it becomes something under the current circumstances that, that our whole church family together gets to enjoy. So no matter, you know, even if you're somebody that, you know, you've been kind of caught up at home for nine months or you're people that you've been coming in person, but uh, you're not going to get to a Christmas Eve that we're still going to together get to have the same experience as a church family. So that I'm excited about. So. I want to say, I think it's been, I mean, I don't know when I started playing music here at Valley Creek, but it's been since then. I don't think I've missed a year um, since then. So I don't mean it's been at least 10, maybe 10 years. Yeah, I'm about the same. I'm about about there the same as well. So Yeah, so it'll be interesting. It'll be interesting for sure. All right, this is this brings us to our final question here. Um, just a little fun question. Just don't want to start any weird comparisons or we might find out some weird traditions here, but what are your, what are your family's Christmas traditions? That could be from when you were a child or now with your family. Uh, what do you guys do? What's your process for, you know, what kind of foods do you typically have? Do you have anything interesting about the way you open presents? Uh, what are your traditions there? I, th- I think the only one that we have that may be a little bit different than some that I've really liked in recent years, we started this, I don't, I don't remember how many years back now, but um, before we open presents at my mom's, um, we typically have, have breakfast over there. She fixes that and then we open presents. But before we do that, um, we sit down and, and have the Christmas story read. And my mom, uh, typically my mom has done that because I kind of wanted to hear my parents' testimony my mom's the one that talks more than my dad. So typically sets and reads their, their testimony about how they came to know the Lord, uh, just because I wanted our family to be able to hear that and know that. And so hopefully that'll be a tradition we'll pass on as, and others will share their testimony as well so that we uh, know of their walk of faith. So that's kind of cool. That is cool. 
I know for us, one of the biggest traditions we do is every year we open one gift on Christmas Eve, and it's always pajama pants. We know it's coming, and it's generally matching <laughs> pajama pants. And then we have a big breakfast at like 11 o'clock midnight, somewhere between 11 o'clock and 1 a.m. We do a big breakfast Christmas Eve night. I think I need to somehow squeeze my way into Jacob's family a little bit. Yeah. <laughs> Sounds fun. Yeah. Yeah. We, uh, I guess there's a few that we have, but I don't, there's nothing really that crazy out of the ordinary, nothing goofy or funny or we, we do Christmas Eve Eve on my maternal grandma's. Did I say that right? My mom's mom. Is it? Uh, I, I don't I'm know. Not the, I'm not the right person to ask. <laughs> yeah. It's maternal. You're maternal. Your mom's okay. mom. You're yeah. So we'll actually go do that tonight. And then, of course, all my family is here local, so we're we're bounced around all over the place. And uh, I guess one of the more unique things is when I go to my parents' house, um, my dad always has one of the grandchildren read the Christmas story. And so he's kind of – he started with the, uh, the first grandchild, you know, when they were old enough to read, obviously. Uh, probably goes without saying. And then tracing it down. So I think – I don't know if – this I can't remember where we are in the, in the line, but I think either this year or next year will be my oldest, my oldest son. So I I can't remember exactly where we're at in the the order, but that's kind of something unique that we do. Yeah. Are you Are you coaching him? Are you like, all right, we got it. We got one chance. <laughs> <laughs> yes. You are going to read the story well. <laughs> Recite from memory. Go. <laughs> um, yeah, I don't know that mine does anything uh, crazy. Um, we used to have a lot of Greek, uh, traditional foods. Uh, I couldn't really list off a lot of them, but I know we used to have lamb a lot on Christmas Eve, uh, at my grandparents' house. And now we just have the basic tradition, you know, Taylor and I do the, you know, her parents, my parents and her grandparents, my grandparents, my aunts, that sort of thing. Um, so it's obviously very different this year, but it's all very basic. Uh, my interest for you guys was how do you all go about opening presents? Do you typically like go around in a circle one by one or is it like a free for all? Cause I've, I do the, we do the one by one, like every celebration we have, we do the one by one gifts. Um, and some people do the, just, Hey, have at it. And that seems so crazy to me. It depends. <laughs> we, we do both depending on where we're at. So it's, it's kind of crazy. <laughs> Some of our places we do it one and one and the other, we just do it as a free for all. So we've always done it. Both sides of the family free for all. Oh, wow. You distribute all the presents <laughs> and then you, and then you hear the word go and it's, you hear paper ripping for about 10 minutes. <laughs> Chaos. Yeah. It, it's, it's a madhouse. Yeah. We're, uh, we're here in our home. We are a one by one home, mm. but kind of like you all said, we go to other parties and things and it's just, you can't hand one kid a toy almost and not let the other one start opening something too. Um, <laughs> of so course. Some of the parties turn into a, a, a free for all. I always find it very interesting. My in-laws are very, uh, they're great people, but the men in the family are kind of no nonsense. They're like, let's keep, the, well, I'm sure Scott's got stories of them having nonsense in their lives, but um, very no nonsense guys. And so when they're, when people are opening gifts, they're like, let's keep it going. Come on, let's go. Like one, will, someone will open <laughs> and then never fails. One of the guys will be like, all right, next let's go. <laughs> so, so I guess there's, there's benefits to both. It gets done a lot faster if you're 
free for all. Anyway, uh, any closing thoughts on that, guys? Anything you guys want to talk about uh, pertaining to, to Christmas or to Christmas at the church or anything we've talked about on the podcast? Nope, just hope everybody joins in sometime for the Christmas experience. So yep. hope they do that yep. and look forward to next yes. year. As next year again is upon us and um, it'll be a big year. We're going to hopefully look at discipleship a lot. So I hope we're ready to take that challenge because um, it's going to be an exciting ride, we hope. Yes, sir. I'm very excited for it. And uh, we will check in with you listeners one more time before the end of the year. Um, but again, until then, we'd like to wish you a Merry Christmas from Valley Creek. Uh, and our extended family as well. I'm sure there's, uh, you know, there's thousands of people that listen to this podcast. So maybe, it, you know, you don't go here or whatever. But <laughs> you know, we do encourage you, please tune into the uh, Christmas experience. Even if you did not get a gift to go along with that, I know you'll get something out of the, the experience itself. Um, who would like to volunteer to pray for us? Because I started panicking when I tried to pick one of you. Why? I don't know. I'll do it. Okay. That way you don't have to sweat anymore. All right. <laughs> Sounds good. <laughs> all right. Our father, we did come to you today on this, uh, this Christmas week and father just praise you, Lord. We know of all weeks, this is a week that reminds us of your love for us as we celebrate the birth of Jesus. But father, my prayer would be again, that we never limit our celebration of you to one day, but every day of our life, we'd celebrate your goodness. And so help us to do that. I got as we move forward, but thank you for this season. Again, thank you for the times that we're going to have with our family over the next several days, even though some of that may be different. It may be some virtual family meetings going on, but however we get to see family over the next few days, we just thank you for that time that we're going to have together and father help us even as we get even ready for a new year, father, to continue to look to you and trust you because we know 2020 has been an interesting year. And so we're praying that 2021 is better. But Father, even in the midst of that, my hope is that we're letting you do the work in, in our lives that you want and that we're becoming the people that you want us to be. And so uh, just again, go with us, bless us again, just give us a, a great a few days together celebrating Christmas. And as I pray these things, I pray them in Jesus name. Amen.